You're listening to the Life Center Church Podcast. It's good to be in his house. Amen? Even if you don't feel on top of things, which I don't. But that's okay, right? The Lord's going to see me through. He's seen me through things, so he's going to see me through today. Uh, what, what's going on with Pastor? A little stomach thing going on today. So I, I, I have to run out of here real fast. Don't get in my way, okay? All right. First John chapter 3. First John chapter 3. Starting in verse 2. Dear friends, we are already God's children. Hallelujah. Amen. But he has not yet shown us what we will be like when Christ appears. But we do know that we will be like him, for we will see him as he really is. And all who have this eager expectation will keep themselves pure, just as he is pure. Heavenly Father, thank you for your goodness and mercies to us. Thank you, Lord, that you have given us a home beyond the stars. A home, Lord God, that the astronauts on the 50 years ago just could not even see. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. And we get there through you, Lord God. We get there because of you. So we ask God, help us all to see. Help us all to stay true. Help us all, Lord God, to proclaim the good news. That Jesus Christ has come to save us and has prepared a home for us that we could not prepare for ourselves. I ask for your anointing, your touch upon me this morning. I'll step aside truly, Lord God, and you've got to do it. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Most of us get really excited when we go on a trip, don't we? And when we start to think about going on a trip, we start to prepare for that trip, right? I guess most of us do. Some of you, it's the last minute, throw you underwear and socks and you're ready to go. But that's not most of us. Most of us take time to plan out. If it's a road trip, you want to figure out where you're going to stop along the way and which hotels might you, you might even, like me, I can't, I can't go without making hotel reservations along the way. I got to know where I'm going to be that night. You know, because some of you can relate to that, right? Others of you are more adventurous. He's, uh, wherever we stop, we'll go, you know. And you found out that sometimes the hotel isn't there for you. Wow, that's not a good place. But generally, before we take a trip, we make some preparations, don't we? And, and uh, you know, I don't think about, uh, I mean, what do we do? We check the weather. You got that weather app. You go 10 days out where it's going to be, right, Julie? You figure out how it's going to be <laughs> along the way. Uh, we check the places we're going to go online. Uh, if you go on a cruise, you want to know all the excursions that you're going to go on uh, and you're going to pay, pay for it in advance. You don't want to wait for the last minute to take care of those kinds of things, right? You want to make preparations. And when we are excited about getting a trip, uh, taking a trip to a place we've never been before, the last thing we want is somebody to put our trip down. We don't want people talking bad about the place we've paid money to go to, right? We don't. 
But no one can put heaven down. Amen? No one can put heaven down because no one has ever been there and returned and told us about this glorious place. Now, now you say the Apostle Paul and, and the Apostle John, they got a peak. But they didn't see everything. They didn't see it all. I, and I got to believe it, it's kind of like you and I, because if God poured all his glory into us, I, I, this is how my mind works. I kind of see us as, as a, a potato put into a microwave too long. What happens? Right? It is blow up. Got all God's energy, all God's glory, all God's power, all at once into us. Because we're not ready for it. And so he's only given us, given us a glimpse. The Word of God tells us about it, and everything we, we uh, the Word of God tells us about heaven makes us, I would hope so, very excited to go. How many are excited to go to heaven? Amen. Now here's my question, have you prepared for that place? I pray you have. Because that's going to be home one day. For all eternity. Hallelujah. Praise God. The fact is that every born-again believer, every born-again believer should be excited about heaven today. Amen? That didn't sound excited. Are you excited about heaven? All right. Because anytime we will, anytime, we might be taking the trip, hallelujah, in a twinkling of an eye, at any moment, to a place called heaven. Let me share with you a few things about heaven this morning. Can I do that? I got this week, next week, and maybe the week after that or so, but, but I want to talk about heaven here. Number one, we're going to have a perfect body. How many of you took a shower this morning and, and saw there was a mirror close by and you turned away from it? <laughs> right? Because something's not right. Many of you remember, and uh, now, 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 don't get offended, some of you, because I'm already there. Many of you offended, were offended. Uh, many of you look as you were younger. You looked at sixty and seventy year olds and say, "Man, man, they're old. They're old." Now that we've reached that stage, uh, we don't exactly feel like we were talking about back then, right? Yeah, I can remember when I was young and I, I would jump out of a chair. I don't jump anymore. I kind of ease up in a chair, right? It's going to happen to all of us. I never thought it would, you know, but it does, doesn't it? Happens to all of us. When those who know the Lord leave this life and go to a place called heaven, we're going to get what we know the scripture tells us, a glorified body. Hallelujah. Uh, that's amazing. What is a glorified body? A glorified body is a perfect body. Thank you, Jesus. Does anybody have problems with their body right now? Yeah. Well, don't worry. When you get to heaven, it's going to be a perfect body. But here's the point, not according to your thoughts and ideas about a perfect body, but according to the Father who created you. 
tell you right now, I'm excited about getting a glorified body. You know, when the back just doesn't feel right, and the knees just, what's going on there, and, and you just, God, come and give me a perfect body now. But one day, when the rapture takes place, the body, this body that grows old, will be changed and never grow old again. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, we are going to receive a glorified body. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 51 and 52 says this, But let me reveal to you a wonderful secret. A wonderful secret. We will not all die, but we will be all be transformed. It will happen in a moment, in the blink of an eye, when the last trumpet is blown. For when the trumpet sounds, those who have died will be raised to life forever, and we who are living will also be transformed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And look at that. We shall all be transformed in a moment, in the blink of an eye. Do you even notice when your eyes are blinking? Sometimes, but most of the time it just happens, right? Involuntarily, it just blinks. Keeps our eyes moist and, 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 and dirt out and all those good things that God created your, your eyes to do. And yet, God says, in that instant, in that fraction of a second, we will be transformed. Hallelujah. Praise God. One of these days, the rapture is going to take place and we're all going to be in our eternal home. The Bible says we will be changed in a moment, in the blink of an eye. In heaven, we're going to get new bodies. If we're honest, we'd like to have, have, have we'd like to admit that that living in this body is is sometimes not so good, right? On, on, in these earthly bodies, uh, bodies change with age. What happens? We get tired. We feel pain, pains that we never thought had before. We have pains, right? Uh, it, 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 we move a little slower. My wife's complaining now that I don't keep up anymore, like like her. You know, you marry a young lady, you know, a whole year and a half of younger, but our eyes become dim. And never wearing glasses. I used to wear glasses and had a surgery and it's been good. But now, sometimes I, the font has to get a little bigger and the face has to get a little bigger. Our hearing becomes dull. Especially the old rock and rollers, right? Our hair and teeth fall out. I'm ahead of the game. Hallelujah. We do all that we can, all that we can to keep our bodies in good shape. And some do better than others, but we do what we can, right? Did you know that the most people are not happy with their bodies? Billions of, of, of dollars are spent every year to cover up, to make up, to lift up to change the flaws in people's bodies. If I seem to be unusually happy today, it's because in heaven I won't have these problems. Hallelujah. I won't have these, I won't have this body. If we all had perfect bodies here on earth, many would not be, would not be going to heaven because there, there are those who live with suffering every day and they look to a day when they will not suffer anymore. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Getting a new body is one reason heaven is going to be awesome. Second thing, we're going to have the perfect home. The perfect home. John 14, verses 1 through 3 says, Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me, Jesus says. There is more than enough room. In other translations, there are many mansions in my Father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. Hallelujah. Now, there is no such thing as a perfect house in this life. I don't care how much money you put into it. You, you excitedly move into your new home, and, and, and shortly after you move into your new home, you realize maybe that wall's not as plumb as it needs to be. Maybe there's a plumbing problem, because if you don't have one now, you will have one down the road. Right? Uh, how about electrical uh, electrical problems? You know, those happen. Squeaky floors. Uh, you know, all those things. A door's jamming. Appliances need repairing. Just when you don't have the money, the washer goes out, right? Appliances that need repairing cold when it should be hot, warm, and warm when it should be cold, and insects crawling in and all around. One of these days, as Christians, we're going to receive the perfect home. Not prepared by some great builder on this world, but prepared by God for you. Hallelujah. Prepared by God the Father himself for you. One of these days, it, uh, there is no such thing as a perfect home. I mean, you could get the most perfect, uh, the, the most uh, lauded uh, architect to design it, the most the best builders, to, you know, contra uh, contractors to build it, get the best materials in this world to, to take care of it. You know, when we went to Romania many years ago, and if you go there today, you go to the Capitol building there, and all the, the it's pink marble, right? All the pink marble in the nation was put into that building. There's no more except if you go to the Capitol building. Because said, let's build it with the best. Well, he's dead. And, he, and it now it's basically like a museum. But even as good as that was, heaven's going to be better. Hallelujah. Heaven's going to be better. Your home in heaven is going to be better because you're going to live in a perfect home built by God. Hallelujah. That is the one reason heaven is going to be awesome. God is doing that for you even as we sit here today, even as we worship Him today. God is building a place just for you. I get excited about that. How about you? Here's a third thing maybe you didn't think about. You'll have perfect neighbors. Perfect neighbors. You know, when I was a child, from time to time, my parents took me, uh, well, they did take me to Sunday school, but from time to time in Sunday school, uh, we would hear about great men and women of God. Haven't you? Right? When we get to heaven, we'll be surrounded by some of the greatest people that have ever walked on this planet. Can you imagine? Uh, you, God says, here's your home. Welcome. Come on in. And, and who's my neighbor? Oh, David. How about the other side? Noah. How about across the street? Daniel. And then there's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Oh, Lord God, who else is 
is here. Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, they're here. Ruth and Naomi, they're here. And the list goes on and on and on. Can you imagine who's going to be your neighbor? We're all going to be surrounded by some of the, the most fabulous neighbors because of the people God has created to do excitingly great things on this earth, and they're going to be your neighbors. Who are the most famous people you've ever met? Think about it for a moment. You know, some have met famous athletes. I, I met Magic Johnson once. Uh, I met Chick Hearn once. Politicians, there's famous preachers. Uh, I, you remember Demas Shakarian? One day he grabbed me. I, don't, I forget where we were, and he was sweat, had just preached, and he's sweating up his stuff. But if you don't know Demas Shakarian, a great man of God, a, a whole gospel businessman when he started, okay, and a great preacher and loved God, and he had preached, and he sweat. He would sweat when he preached, and he came over and hugged me, and his sweat. He, he was one of those who put your face on his face. And his, his sweat was all over my face. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, I didn't preach any better after that. But, but I had, I've had his sweat on my face. Actors, singers, uh, athletes. When people talk about famous people uh, such as these, you, can look, you look in their eyes, I met so-and-so. Right? They get all excited. But heaven is going to be awesome because we are going to meet not the greatest men and women of God that have ever walked on this earth. Hallelujah. And we will see Jesus. We'll get to that in just a little bit. So we have a perfect body, a perfect home, perfect neighbors, and how about a perfect reunion? In this life, a lot of us have families that are scattered hundreds of miles away, don't we? But we love family members. So what do we have? We have family reunions. Maybe this summer some of you have gone to family reunions. And you get together with family that's scattered all over the, 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 the nation. And you come together. But here's one thing. Death has separated a lot of families. Right? Death has separated a lot of families of God. But one day, because of the Lord Jesus and what he did at Calvary, all of God's children are going to be gathered in this wonderful place called heaven, never to be separated again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can see it in your eyes. You're thinking about mom. You're thinking about dad. You're thinking about that brother, that sister, that, that one, that lot one has gone on before you. say, oh, the glory. One of these days, we will see them again. Praise God. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18 says this, And now, dear brothers and sisters, we want you to know what will happen to the believers who have died, so you will not grieve like people who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and was raised to life again, we also believe that when Jesus returns, God will bring back with him the believers who have died. We tell you this directly from the Lord. 
We who are still living, when the Lord returns, will not meet him ahead of those who have died. For the Lord himself will come down with, from heaven with a commanding shout, with a voice of the archangel, and with commanding, uh, and the trumpet call of God. First the believers who have died will rise from their graves, then together with them, we who are still alive and remain on the earth will be caught up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Then we will be with the Lord forever. So encourage each other with these words. Be encouraged today. One day we will be with him. I'm looking forward to the day when I will see him. Well, I will see loved ones that have gone on before me. When I will see those that great men and women in my family that I never saw, never met. One day, we will be together. I love the song, there's going to be a meeting in the air. In the sweet, sweet by and by. Amen. It's going to be in today. So we have a perfect body, a perfect home, a perfect neighbors, a perfect reunion, and a perfect neighborhood, number five. Does living in this world get you down? It does, doesn't it? We get weary. We people, we, are, we see people work hard for a living and someone comes along and steals everything from them. We hear politicians make all kinds of promises and they can't keep them. We put confidence in people's words and we find out later that those words don't mean a thing. Life here on earth can be very discouraging. How many know that to be true? This life can be bring us to tears. But look what Revelation verse 21 verses 4 and 5 says. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And there will be no more death or sorrow or all these things are gone forever. And the one sitting on the throne said, Look, I am making everything new. Then he said to me, Write this down, for what I tell you is trustworthy and true. Hallelujah. We read where John is given the vision of heaven coming down from the sky. John tells us the heavenly city is surrounded by a high protective wall made of jasper. The foundations of which are made of precious stones. The city is made of pure gold and jasper. Hallelujah. The twelve gates, the symbolic of the city's access and uh, uh, openness, are constructed of twelve large pearls. Those are some big pearls. Right? It is also said, has no need for the sun, for the glory of the Lord is Jesus and he will reign forever. Hallelujah. There, there's no more night or darkness. Can you imagine that? I mean, I was a little bothered when we took this recent trip to, to, to Alaska. The sun didn't go down until after 10 o'clock at night. I'm thinking, what's going on here? I couldn't get sleepy right away. You know? What's going to happen? Maybe we'll never sleep. I don't know. The light will always be on. Praise God. The city flows. Uh, through the city flows the river of life. So clear as crystal. Its source coming from the very throne of God. And along its banks grow the trees of life, yielding 12 different monthly fruits. You don't even have to join a club. It will 
be the perfect place to live. Creation, which has suffered because of the fall, will be restored in heaven. Hallelujah. Heaven is going to be an incredible place. It is going to be an awesome place. Eyes who have never seen, ears have never heard the, uh, of the great things God has prepared for his people. Are you his people? Hallelujah. It's mind-boggling what he's prepared for us in a place called heaven. Praise his name. So here's the sixth thing and final thing, the perfect freedom. Do you ever get aggravated with yourself? I, I, I mean, you, you have the best intentions, but so often you don't do it. At, 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 you know what it is. You have good intentions, but it just doesn't happen, right? Paul, he, he was one of those. He admitted it in the book of Romans. Romans 7, 15, he says, I don't really understand myself or I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. Anybody relate to that? Romans 7, 21 says, I, I, I've discovered this principle of life that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. Romans 7, 24, oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? He's writing our story, isn't he? Yeah. You ever feel like Paul? I do. You say, Pastor, you do? Yes, I do. I know what it is to struggle. I, I, I too find myself doing things I don't I don't want to do. Speaking like I don't, having an attitude I don't want, you know. Uh, that's not what I need to be, want to be. Can't be doing those things. The struggle is one more reason why heaven's going to be a wonderful place. In heaven, this battle with sin will be no more. Hallelujah. You won't have an ulterior motive. You won't have to sneak around. You won't have to tell a little white lie. Because that won't be there in heaven. There's no room for that in heaven. Praise God. And here's the last thing. The perfect ending. John 14, 3 says, When everything is ready, I will come and get you, so you will always be with me where I am. You like that verse? Yeah. Here's another one you might like. 1 John 3, 2. Dear friends, we are already God's children. But he has not yet shown us what we will be like when Christ appears. But we do know then we will be like him, for we will see him as he really is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's sum it up in one sentence. One day we're going to see him. One day we're going to see him as he is. Not as a depiction of a picture somebody wrote, uh, drew of him some time ago. That, uh, you know, we in the Western world, we have a picture of what Jesus is going to look like. I'm, 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 I'm going to surprise you. He's going to look like he looks like. And it may not be like you think he does. But we will see him as he is. In all his glory, in all his might, in all his authority. And most of all, in all his love. Are you ready for that? Have you made preparations for that? 
I pray that you have because heaven's going to be awesome. And, and if you miss it, it's not going to be on me. It's not going to be on this church. It's not going to be on the Sunday school teacher or learning hour teacher. It's not going to be on your Royal Ranger or girls ministry. Uh, it's not going to be on our, our, our children's pastor. It's not going to be on our youth pastor. It's not going to be on our, our worship director. It's not going to be their fault. Because you didn't prepare. What do you mean, Pastor? You didn't take it seriously. And we made a call to you and said, Do you want to know Jesus? You need to know Jesus. You need to ask for forgiveness of your sins. You need to live steadfast and ready for his appearing. Maybe that's the most important thing because most of all, a lot of times we, we have good, great intentions on Sunday, but the rest of the week we, we blow it. We walk away. And maybe for weeks we're, we're just not right. You, you know what I'm talking about. You, you know, you've missed that fellowship that Pastor Andy talked about. Not, not that he was saying he was on business, but he, he said something there that was very powerful. When we're together, there's something that happens. When we're together, we, we, we're able to live right and, and have the attitude to live right and the purpose to live right. But when we're separated, we're like that sheep that's away from the flock and we're attacked by the enemy. And when the enemy attacks, we get further and further and further away. Before long, when was the last time you were in church? Uh, I don't know. When was the last time you were reading your word daily? I'm not sharing these messages just to get you all excited about heaven. I'm sharing these because we need to make preparations every single day about heaven. You're not making it just because you said yes one time and then the rest of the time you live for yourself. No, we continually live for him in preparation for that grand return of the Lord. Amen. We got good news. We got glorious news. We got awesome news. There's a heaven made for those who put their trust in Jesus Christ. You, me, friends, family, neighbors, if everybody wants, everybody out there wants to go to heaven, they'll tell you. They'll tell you. Matter of fact, a recent poll said uh, they took it and 81% said they're going to heaven. I don't believe it. They think they're going to heaven. They're not going to heaven because the Bible says, wide is the way that goes to hell, narrow is the path that leads unto heaven. Because a lot of people have been fooled. Because I'm a good person. I give to the PTA and, you know, this organization and that organization. You put your faith in Jesus Christ and the tickets paid. You live for him. Hallelujah, the reservation is taken care of. Blessed be his name. One day we will see him as he is. And heaven is going to be awesome. Hallelujah. Thanks for joining us. For more information on Life Center Church and our ministries, visit lifecenterchurch.com.